Blog Talk Radio. But these uh, 
so-called coronavirus numbers are spiking some, so it's kind of altering the opening phase. So I read that in New York in particular, like phase three was supposed to include like indoor dining. So they're still moving forward with phase three, but they're canceling the indoor dining part. I guess that's supposed to help things out somewhat. I don't know. Um, Cuomo uh, is banning people traveling, or not banning, just um, requiring people to quarantine, self-quarantine if you're coming from certain states that have supposed higher numbers or some spikes. So if you were planning to travel to New York, check to see if your state is one of those states that he's like, nah. <laughs> you come in here, you're going to sit your ass in one spot for 14 days before you can move about. I did that whole um, self-quarantining thing when I went to Florida. It was around the time when New York had the crazy, crazy numbers. They was, New York was supposedly like ground zero for the coronavirus. And I flew to Florida, and at that time, Florida was on some, if you coming from New York or anywhere in the tri-state area, you're going to sit your ass in one spot for 14 days. So as soon as you land, for anybody who's wondering how this works, as soon as you land, before you even deplane, they have a group of people, I guess, I don't know, airport employees or I don't know Secret Service who, I don't know who these people are they can get on the plane and like line formation with clipboards it really feels like a movie they hand out the, they hand out these papers and you basically got to fill out your information on the paper so they want to know what's your purpose for the visit they want to know where you're going to be staying and it's supposed to be where they're going to do random checks like whatever address you put on there Whether it's a hotel, whether it's a relative's place Whether it's home they, They're supposed to do random checks And then if they do and you're not there It's supposed to be Fines or even Jail time on some worst case Scenarios um, When I was in Florida Nobody came and did a random check And nor did they even Verify the information that I wrote On the paper so I'm not saying you got a lie But they didn't even Check it like they didn't even look at my ID I could have put that I was Ronald McDonald they, when you step off the plane You just putting the paper in the basket And then keeping it moving Like but that's neither here nor there If you are uh, traveling to New York Just check to see if your state is One of the states that Cuomo is saying Now To before you uh, make any plans Other than that The the numbers are I don't even know I, I still I still don't fully trust The media And when it comes to um, the, the, the numbers And because it's, They really are grouping Almost every death and, and making it seem like it's coronavirus no matter no matter what. So it just makes it hard to fully get a, a good idea of what the actual coronavirus numbers are. Like when people are dying from it, like we need the specific numbers for when coronavirus is the 
sole reason. Like, not because I have cancer. Not because I have um, the, the flu. Because people still get the flu. Like, you know, it, it's weird. So, I don't know. Who knows what the future is going to hold? Because the way they report these numbers is like, who even knows? We're probably going to be on lockdown again soon. Fucking with how these numbers are being um, reported. So, we'll see. Um, hopefully, y'all had a good weekend. Otherwise, and was able to get out and do some things. You're able to get out and shop now these days. They just have certain measures in place. Um, certain stores have long ass lines for you to go in before you could get inside. It's the whole system. Like some supermarkets got arrows on the floor, so you know you only walking in this one direction. Is a lot, which brings me to our uh, question of the day um, for today, and that is, what do you think the world will look like in five years? Seeing what's going on today, seeing how everything is going, what do you think the world will look like in five years? Uh, six four six seven one. Six eight five four four. Press numero uno. If you happen to be on the line already, you can also write us on our Instagrams at Hollywood and Friends on Instagram and at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. Um, before I tell y'all what I think the world will look like in five years, I'm gonna tell y'all what else we're gonna be talking about on the show today. August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith. August did an interview with Angela Yee. Uh, from the Breakfast Club, Power 105. And it wasn't on Power 105, but he just did an interview with Andrew Lee and he dropped his bombshell announcement and basically implied, well, I think he actually said it, but it was a lot, of, it was a long beat around the bush type of answer. So I kind of got lost. But basically, he implied that him and Jada Pinkett was in a romantic relationship. And he also implied that Will Smith gave him his blessing to do it. And he also implied that Will and Jada is basically just in a partnership and are no longer romantically involved. And the internet went crazy. And Jada... Spoke out sort of about it Will Smith spoke out sort of about it We're going to talk about that We're talking about Kanye West announcing he's running for president It's not the first time But it is July of 2020 And it's seeming like he's talking about 20, this 2020 election The one that's in a few months in November And how that works And I don't know But that's Kanye West for you, we also talking about Beyonce. She put out this trailer for a film called Blackest King. She's getting a lot of criticism from who I, people who I feel are maybe trolls of the internet, but some people have some things to say. And her mother, Miss Tina Knowles, isn't letting it slide. She has some things to say about it. 
basically saying like Beyonce is not your enemy, like cut the shit. So uh we're talking about that. And the BT Awards happened last Sunday. We're gonna recap how that went down. It was the first awards show since this whole coronavirus quarantine thing happened. So it was the first awards show you could say in history that was like all remote, all digital. So how that went down, how the ratings fed and all that, we're gonna get into all that. But let's get back into the question of the day. Once again, six four six seven one six eight five four four is the number you could call. Anytime throughout the show, if you want to get something off your chest, comment on anything I'm gonna be discussing, you can do that by calling that number and pressing the number one. So back to the question of the day. What do you think the world will look like in five years? Five years puts us at the year 2025. Ah, man. I don't even know what the... I mean... Shit. We'd probably be walking around in bubbles in the year 2025. I will hope that this coronavirus thing, I will hope that they get a hold on how it operates um, to where we can be comfortable enough to be able to go back somewhat to our, our normal lives. Whatever the, the new normal, I should say, because I feel like masks are going to be a part of our lives from now on, period. I don't think masks are going anywhere. Maybe it'll be with some businesses are going to maybe not have it so strict. Maybe at one point you'll be able to show a paper that you're negative and be able to be in there with nothing on your face. But hopefully we're able to get back to some sort of normalcy when it comes to that. But in five years, I can't even, I don't even know. I can't even say what I think the world would look like in five years. Uh... Hopefully, I'm a lot richer. That's what I could say about that, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I need to revisit this question in November. Once we get through this uh, presidential election, <laughs> I think that'll let me uh, have a better idea of what this world is going to look like in five years, depending who our next, um, who's in the White House for the next four years. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of stuck. I'm going to try to think more on it. Maybe by the end of the show, I can have a better answer. But you guys are welcome to chime in. Let me know what you think. What do you think the world will look like in five years? 646-716-8544. Press numero uno. Um, we have a listener says, depends on who wins this election. That's how I feel. They say, if Trump a.k.a. dictatorship, uh, if Biden wins, we have a shot at fixing what is broken. So, yeah, it's seeming like it's going to rely on this election. This, this might be a, one of the most important elections <laughs> of our time. And it's, it's, it's a scary time because we can't, like, it seems like right now you see these reports of polls and um, surveys and how it seems like Trump is 
not doing so well. And, and it's like, that shit doesn't bring me comfort at all because we all know things can change the minute before the deadline, given that uh, crook in the White House. So just the the con of, of, of the things that he do, the, the cover-ups, regardless of how you feel about him as a, a president, just the things that we've learned about him as a person, he just doesn't seem like a very trustworthy person. So who knows how this is going to play out. And I personally would not be comfortable or feel like we got this until the actual results are read on election day in November. So yeah, we're going to see how this plays out. Uh, let's move on though. So what's hot in these blogs? August Alcina, Jada Pickett Smith, probably the hottest topic in the blogs this week because August did an interview with Angela Yee and he implied him and Jada had a romantic relationship and he had Will's blessing. And people were like, what? Me, one of them. I'm, I'm included. I was like, and then part of me is feeling like I I don't know, you never know these days what's going on um with people. And first and foremost I like personal lives to like remain personal. So I can't say that I'm on board with August revealing that. Even if it is true, I feel like he should have just kept that to the chest. Because it's personal at the end of the day. Like, who, if, if it's true, let's just go with the if it's true angle. Will and Jada more than likely did that with the, the trust that this was going to remain between them. However they decide to live their, their lives, that should be, it should remain with whoever is in that thing. So now when you got somebody who breaks that code and now the whole world is weighing in, because we've heard numerous rumors about Will and Jada, and it's like, at the end of the day, they're just rumors regarding their marriage. People say they're swingers. People say, well, I say, and it's like, nobody really knows was going on so at the end of the day people could speculate all they want and it is what it is but when you got somebody who directly comes out with an allegation like this it's like yikes so Jada Pickett uh, tweeted out and it kind of gives people the impression that she is going to address this issue on the Red Table Talk. If you're familiar with the Red Table Talk, you know that's the show that Jada Pinkett Smith has on our Facebook. And it's usually her, her mom, and her daughter Willow, and they usually discuss important issues in the world. Whenever there's a controversy, they usually bring the person on, you know, to, 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 to talk about things. So Jada basically says she's going to bring herself to the Red Table. Now, we all looking forward to it. 
because we don't know if she's going to be like, that is a liar, got it. Or maybe she'll be like, it's true. Like, who knows what she's going to say, but she basically said it's time for some healing, and I'm going to bring myself to the red table. Um, So we'll see how that plays out. I'm sure that's going to be a high-rated show whenever we find out the air date for it. But in a nutshell, through their people, through their representatives, both Will and Jada have denied that um, this is true. So, who knows what's going to go down um, later on. But that's where it's at right now. And I don't know. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy accusation. And got got the people excited online, on the internet. So, we'll see. How this plays out. Uh, let's move on to your man Kanye West, who announced he's running for president. When I first heard about this and I read his tweet, I was thinking like, oh, I mean, Kanye said he was running before, and then once he became besties with Melania's husband. It seemed like his shift changed from 2020 to 2024 because I guess he was campaigning for Ivanka's father to win again in uh, November. So he was doing the whole 2024 thing. So I was thinking like, oh, so he's just putting it back out there that he's going to run for president eventually. Then I started seeing articles and stuff that was saying that, no. Kanye's saying he's running for 2020 election. I'm like, what? Like, first off, is that even possible at this point? And also, what what is that going to do for him and Agent Orange's relationship? Because they be seeming like buddy-buddy, and I'm sure that's not going to sit well with 45 because at the end of the day Kanye West announcing that he's running for president 2020 whether he can or not is going to take away from BT's uh, the attention it's going to take away the attention off of him so that can't sit too well with him I'm sure he's not feeling the, the, the best about it but Kanye West tweeted out he said yay I mean I mean, he said, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. So, I mean, that could mean 2020, which I don't think is possible, but who knows? It could mean 2024. He didn't particularly say I'm coming in this November he just wrote hashtag 2020 vision we all have vision in the year 2020 I don't mean that it's going to be for this year but we will see we will see how this plays out um 
you have some people who have some things to say about Kanye and his running, some comments on Instagram. Someone said, ain't nobody voting for Uncle Tom, Kanye West. They said, but I will vote for uh, Stephen Jackson Sr. Um, for president. Yeah, I don't know. Kanye got a core a core fan base. You could call it a cult following. So if Kanye officially was to announce that he's running for president, he's gonna get some traction for sure. Whether it's enough to actually win is to be determined. We have April uh, D. Ryan. Um, she's a White House correspondent. She tweeted out. She said, "Former VP Joe Biden is." presumptive Democratic nominee for president. At real Donald Trump is presumptive Republican nominee for president. Rapper Kanye West hasn't even completed the required FEC filing to actually be a presidential candidate and is only running the news headline. Could be true. Could be true. Kanye West actually just put out a new song too. I can't remember the name of it off top, but it's uh, you know he's on his spiritual kick, so it's it's something about like God something. I can't remember. I'm gonna try to find out the name of it. But this could just be a ploy to promote his song. You know, who knows? But Kanye's running for president sometime or another. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the BET Awards. This is the first year where an award show was all remote. It was hosted by Amanda Sills. And all of the performances was like I predicted, top of the line. This was basically the award show that we all, well, I can't speak for everybody, but a lot of people probably enjoy this format of an award show more than the actual award show. For a few reasons. One, when you have an actual award show, when there's the audience there, other than people watching, seeing who's wearing what, who tripped when they was going up the stairs, who said something off script and had the audience like, oh, other than those moments, it could be kind of boring and kind of dragged out. We're, we're, we're up, the show start eight and we're up till midnight because someone's speech was too long and this format is basically all about the performances you have Amanda doing her her skits her monologues and whenever someone won their speeches was right to the point short sweet on to the next thing so the show started at the right time and it ended right on the dot at the right time and it was all about the performances. It was performance after performance after performance. And it wasn't nobody sitting in their living room. It was actual, like, full-out production. Like, Megan Thee Stallion was in the desert somewhere. She had a full-out. And I personally like this. I'm, I'm a performer kind of person. And I like to see performances. And this show is basically all about the performances. So they got a, a extra uh, 
thumbs up for me. And apparently, overall, because it's reported that it snagged the highest ratings since 2017. 3.7 million people tuned into this year's uh, BET Awards. Is the 20th year, and it still aired on like all of the other uh, networks under Viacom, so like CBS, um, BET, and NBC, um, not NBC, uh, MTV, and yeah, 3.7 million total viewers was on board, highest rating since 2017. I call it a win. I call it a win. Next up is the MTV Awards. And they are actually doing it in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. Still. There's no there's no word that they're changing things in terms of location. I don't know how this is gonna play out given the coronavirus. I'm reading some things that saying they're gonna have limited audience. Like, maybe they'll have social distancing in the seats, like one person here and one person there. Maybe they'll just have the channel in the audience and no regular people because then they could really social distance. Maybe they don't have no audience at all and just use the all that the Barclays have to offer, dressing rooms and stage setup, lighting, maybe use all of that to put on the show just without an audience. I don't know how they're going to do this, but it is supposed to happen at the Barclays Center, the MTV VMAs. So we'll see how this plays out. So far, BET got a win in my eyes. So MTV got some shoes to fill. We'll see what they do with their show. Um, Let's uh, get into a song real quick before we get into... Our last topic of the of the day, which is uh Queen B and how black is King film. So we played a different world at the beginning of the show. Let's do uh my soul Brooklyn challenge. Um soundcloud.com slash I am Hollywood is where you can hear all of these songs. YouTube.com slash Hollywood and why or just search Hollywood H O L L I E W O O D. I search a different world. You can search So Brooklyn Challenge. Check it out. Let's get into that. When we come back, we talk about Beyonce, her Blackest King film, and how the critics are accusing her of appropriating African culture. Yeah. People are really on that type of time. It's ridiculous. We're talking about it. Hollywood and Friends, Hampton Blue Radio. We'll be right back. Brooklyn. 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 Br
I'm just getting started. Heard they counted me out. These niggas is retarded. Casting over, look what you done started. Can't have a Brooklyn challenge without me up on it. Hollywood, the hidden Brooklyn gym. When niggas say they moving weight, they ain't no Brooklyn gym. Downtown Jimmy Jazz or VIM. Hitting up Vinny Styles for some new fresh Tims. And I'm so Brooklyn that I wear them in the summertime. So Brooklyn, I was here before they gentrified. Back when they only tried to kill us. Now they want our parking spots. Back when they were scared to rock the new lots. I'm so Brooklyn, I don't trust nobody. One of them boys in the hood got a sort of shoddy. Don't let that go over your head like a jet blue pilot. And when I step out the building, I look like flight mallets. <laughs> Myrtle Ave between Troop and Tompkins. Where I'm from, niggas ain't have any options. Had to make our own way, build it brick by brick. Somebody get out of line, you tell them suck my dick. So Brooklyn, your man's could be a functioning fiend. And those alphabet boys, they patrolling the P. So Brooklyn, the way I talk is my ID. Tell Ock, no onions up on my chopped cheese, bitch. You niggas about to bring me out of character. The quiet one who ain't so quiet, watch I embarrass ya. It's Hollywood, some remember the name. And no matter how big I get, I'm gon' remember the pain. Rem- remember the Nostra ad, remember the change. Remember the U-Haul truck, remember the range. Remember the CI move, it's much of the same. And it was no ticker tape, but it was our first place. Stop playing, like this nigga ain't the most underrated. Done accomplished wild shit, even when niggas hate it. And I'm better than most, ain't no need to debate it. No need for a Facebook post, no need for a ranking. I do this, got a sick, go ahead, let out all the vomit. Cause if you think I'm gon' stop, you must be out of your bonnet. <laughs> it's like work paying Brooklyn homage. Tag Fabric casting over right up under them comments. Do me that solid. By yours truly, soundcloud.com slash I am Hollywood. You could download that and all that good stuff. Let's talk about Beyonce and her Blackest King film. She just released the trailer for it. Actually, during the BET Awards, was like the world premiere of the trailer. And, you know, you got the one side of the people who are like, let's. Get it. Let's go. And then you got the other side of the people who I like to call the trolls because I don't feel like any of what these people are saying makes sense. And I think the internet birthed a bunch of monsters when it comes to just comments. I, I read so many comments online that don't make any type of sense. Some stuff people just say because they can because they have a QWERTY keyboard in front of them and it just don't make any sense at all. So when this uh, trailer was released, 
you have people that are accusing Beyonce of appropriating African culture. You have some people who are saying that who are criticizing the fact that she is releasing the film on Disney Plus and the fact that Disney Plus isn't available in Africa until 2021 without even no sort of like um, research no uh, no nothing they just immediately like going hand um, about it and for one, let's talk about the appropriating um, African culture. Af- is that that claim is utterly ridiculous for a few reasons, but I'm going to just point out a few things that um, we're going to discuss about it. So, with the creating of this film, if anyone had any type of care to do research about it, they would have learned that they were hundreds of African creatives employed at every level for the uh, making of this film. Um, the directors, the producers, the stylists, um, if you heard the album um, that was released with the movie The Lion King last year, um, The Gift, all African producers were involved with it. African artists, like, stop being ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, Miss uh, Tina knows Beyonce's mom posted about the so-called backlash, which I don't feel is actually from reputable sources. I think it's just a bunch of what I like to call, again, trolls who just want to shake the cage, if you will, and just comment random shit just because. Uh, so, uh, Tina knows posted a screenshot from a comment someone made and then she just elaborated on it. So the screenshot said, laugh my ass off. The annoying thing about the capitalist argument with Beyonce with Beyonce's Lemonade her um, Lemonade, her black album is one of her lowest selling albums. So if we're talking profit she wouldn't continue to make music highlighting blackness if it was solely for profit. Um, Ms. Tina knows, uh, posted a picture of that and then she elaborated in the comments with said, thank you, I could not have said it better. It's really sad that the woman who shot the loudest to protect the black woman, they are the ones that are trying to tear her down. Sisters, wake up. Beyonce was taught from a little girl to lift other women up, not tear them down. She minds her own business, does not criticize anyone. Gives up her time and money and dedicates her art to boldly show the royalty and beauty of our heritage and journey. Her work is to change the narrative, to show that we did not start off as slaves, but that we were kings and queens before we were forced into slavery. Don't you want to see something that shows that? Aren't you sick and tired of seeing us as slaves? 
She employs African and African-American people, fights for many firsts in the fashion and film world. Take an inventory of yourself and your hate. Where is it coming from? I ask you to examine your heart and really take a look at what your motive is and what it's fueled by. Then take that energy, critiquing and tearing down, and put it into an action that is fighting against the systemic racism that is going on right now and has been going on forever. The time that you take to tear her down, you could be using that time to do that. Critique and tear down the systems that hurt and suppress us. Use your social media platform to work on getting people out to vote, to change the laws. Critique the freaking laws. Stop being a social media terrorist to the wrong people. Redirect that passion for change and that. Use your energy and great intelligence to fight people who choose to be oppressive. Beyonce is not your enemy, but you would swear that she was. She said, I love what this post said, which is the honest to God truth. She sold more records before Lemonade. She said, I have one question for you, two, that I'm confused about. How do you appropriate the black culture when you're black? She has the right to her heritage as well as anyone else in the world. Just consider, young sisters, I love you, and brothers, thank you for your balance and speaking up. And I couldn't have said it better myself. At the end of the day, we want to see these images that are being portrayed. And the fact that Beyonce is employing people from Africa makes it even better. That means it's going to have a more authentic feel. Not just someone coming in and putting on African attire and thinking that they're doing something. Like, nah, I got to come from from the soil so I don't understand the critiques I think again that it's just people who just want to write something just to write it online and regarding the whole Disney Plus argument and the fact that it's not available in Africa um, Ms. Tina also posted that Beyonce is working to get the film to make the film available in Africa as well so there goes that I doubt this ends the critiques because a lot of people, some people just don't like uh, Beyonce, period, and don't get it, quote unquote, don't understand. There's this old saying that um, people, some people would hate you because of how other people love you, and they just don't understand. They don't see it. Like, what he doing so much or what she's doing so much. Why they all on you know, and that does that just breeds hate. So I think that's a lot of what's going on, um, when it comes to Beyonce. But me personally, I love to see it and I'm looking forward to seeing what this film is about. Cause when you listen to the gift album from the Lion King, I call it one of the blackest albums I've heard. It just made you feel good as a black person. It just made you feel like, yeah, like it made you like want to embrace us. So we're going to get a little more, another dose of that in visual form. Sign me up. So July 31st brings with it Beyonce's Blackest King film. On Disney Plus, and I guess stay tuned to see how, if you're in Africa, 
how you'll be able to stream it without Disney Plus. Knowing Beyonce's influence and power, they might just speed up the release of Disney Plus in Africa. Right now, it's slated for 2021. That shit might just be available on July 31st. So, we'll see. But, um, yeah. That's all I got for today. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Let me see if I got any comments on anything before I get up out of here. Normally, we would do what, what blows mine at the end of the show before we leave, but I don't have anything today that blows mine, so it don't even make sense to go into it. And MJ, Judy Blue is not here. She's usually the angry one. Don't tell her I said that. Um, so, Instagram, uh, Gio Barroyo said, Jada knows she's been speaking with that young man. And Another person, Jan Dara Seven, then some long ass Instagram name said, "The devil is a liar. Leave Jada alone." That's in response to the oldest I've seen and Jada Pinkett Smith story we spoke about earlier. So yeah, I think that's it. I think that concludes it. Uh, Facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Email us Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. Follow my producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram, B L U on Blue. And follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Hollywood. Appreciate you for tuning in. However you're tuning in, Stitcher, iTunes, the TuneIn app, Blog Talk Radio. We appreciate you. We're here every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you for being the in, We out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.